Most of us have two lives. The life we live and the unlived life within us. We all have our own road to walk. Nothing's perfect and there's going to be a price for everything. There are no rules. Welcome to The Resistance, featuring meaningful conversations. I think I'm grieving the death of part of me. It's not about being the star and being seen. It's about... That explore that very space between who we are and who we say we want to be. I'm your host, Matt Connor. Welcome today to a special one-off episode because we're all stuck indoors. Yes, uh, we are. Thank Jay has I'm a fancy so studio. <laughs> I do. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me. I have a fancy studio that is now doubling as my wife's office and my um, what do you call it? My introvert bunker. Call this. <laughs> I'm, I'm surrounded by my wife's winter wear and. <laughs> Uh, an endless array of sewing machines and patterns because I'm in, I'm literally in the closet because Jay told me this is where I should go. That's the start of an R. Kelly song, though, isn't it? I don't know. I never mind. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I don't we know. We shouldn't talk let's, to R. Let's Kelly. Let's avoid all that at all costs. Anyway, yeah. so so today what we thought might be helpful, even if it's just for us, was to process um, where we're at. Like these are weird times. We have a podcast called the resistance in which we talk about facing the hurdles, the fears, the lack of resources, the limitations that we feel between like where we are and where we say we want to be. And I think all of us would say right now, I want to be out. Like I want to be somewhere else. I want to have more control than what I have. And right now as like an entire world, humanity is facing uh, a new level of resistance, almost like an oppressive, overwhelming amount of resistance. So we thought, well, we can't, we can't just keep putting out episodes that pretend as if we're not all facing this looming, like haunting thing. Let's just talk about it. And uh, so here we are. Uh, Jay, how are you, like, how are you doing with all that? Uh, yeah, I think as a as an introvert, it's it's a very difficult. I know some of the people listening. There's a whole lot of people. My wife's an extrovert, um, and she loves being around other people and interacting with, engaging. She grew up in a you know 900 square foot house, and she had three brothers, and so it was one bathroom, four kids, two parents, and like half of our house. Minus a bathroom. And, uh, and so she's, she's, I, I keep telling people she's a saint and she, I feel like she's equipped mentally, emotionally a lot better than I am who had, you know, we would be in the same room uh, at my house, but we weren't necessarily interacting. And I, I love my, uh, alone, alone time. So I, I think I'm, you know, when you get into this place, your bandwidth starts to get taken up by a lot of, a lot of engagement as an introvert. And so the hurdles and the other things that come along, what's that movie in the seventies, the, the Christopher guest movie, uh, spinal tap where he talks about the, the <laughs> turning up to 11. Well, I'm like at nine or 10 and hopefully I have an amp that goes up to 11 because anything that comes along, I feel like I'm already tapped out. So yeah, it's been up and down. Wait, are, <laughs> are you saying having a one-year-old and a three-year-old? And a 12-year-old. And a twelve-year-old yeah. like is somehow 
bothersome at times. I don't relate to that. It's so weird. You know, I love my family. It's beautiful. And at times I want to just go run out into traffic, but I feel like I run outside <laughs> and into the street and there's no traffic. There's nothing. Um, yesterday, you know, running down the street 15 minutes, I you know, can't find anybody to hit you, you know, so... <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, you know it's ups and downs and dark places and, yeah. and beauty and it's 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 hard and awesome and and different, I guess. Yeah, our our house feels so upside down right now. The the um a couple nights ago, I'm putting my son to bed and I was like, hey, go upstairs, I'll be right up. He's six, by the way. And so when I get in his room, he's like totally nude, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening in here right now? Yeah, because it's like not bath time, and but apparently it should have been because he said, "Uh, I just really needed to change my clothes. It's been three days," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, my six year old's dictating the fact that like we have really sucky hygiene <laughs> habits right now. Like, I don't even know how long my own clothes yeah, the have fact been that on." That but mommy he apparently and daddy didn't notice that. Might have, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I know we only have one kid and I'm like, wait, uh, I have a kid. What's happening? Does he need a bath? What's happening? Anyway. Yeah. So you can tell who's running our house right now. You know, you know, I think, I mean, like there are funny moments like that. And and then you're right. There's also like, there are days when, when certainly like the marriage just is strained just over the fact that like you're together so much and, and, um, and, and everything feels heightened. Like everyone, even online, it feels like everyone's responding with their worst selves because there's no margin. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, th- I was talking to somebody the other day or actually yesterday and we were just kind of talking uh, for me, it feels, you know, this is a time where you're forced to slow down and, and, um, get out of the boat kind of of the river that you've kind of, you've been navigating of life. And it feels sometimes like, and I don't know if this will make sense to you, but it feels like when when you're when you're basically forced to look and feel and not have to deal with everything that you put in place to kind of keep you busy or distracted you know it feels sometimes yesterday i told someone it just felt like i i might have been going down the wrong river for a long time and there's another river over here that i'm supposed to be in you know it's uh, it's much more important it's much more there's more important things there's more fulfillment there's more beauty and this river over here is one I've been kind of just letting take me in my boat. And uh, I'm forced to get out of that boat. I realize, oh, man, like those things aren't as important. Those things aren't as fulfilling. And then there's other times where I think, man, those things are, um, there's some things there that I really miss and really love that I was kind of thinking I was getting tired of and didn't want. So I think, you know, that's all fodder as for creatives, I guess, for, you know, people who, you know, who have to sit and just kind of, realize that maybe maybe the things they they uh, the river they've been going down has been the wrong one which is a great thing but it's definitely not easy with 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 nowhere to go and no place to run <laughs> so yeah I, I love that I love I love sitting I love sitting with that in in like creating space to really like using this time to really analyze and reflect yeah I, like for me there are days in which so I'm at my worst during this coronavirus quarantine when I'm, I'm focused on all the things I cannot control, which is really everything, right? Like, like is, is freelance work for me going to dry up? And um, will the people who owe me money right now actually pay their bill to me, my invoice? And um, so it's about finances. It's about future. It's about 
politics at the highest level. It's about school and whether like it's going to happen, like, you know, when is this all going to let up? It's all that stuff. But I will say this. I think the beauty that I have found in, in this situation that none of us asked for is I'm actually at my best on the days in which I'm really present only to that day. Uh, like, I don't know if that makes sense, but like the, like the days in which I'm in tune with, okay, I can't control any of that, but I can control like today. And so that means, oh, it's really nice outside. Let's go make some memories with Elliot. Um, and like, like let's go practice his soccer. So the season may be canceled, but we can go like, he can grow up remembering that we did that or, um, yeah. Or, or like, let me do some writing that I've been meaning to do for a long time. Let's, you know, let's even like get some cleaning done or so. So for us, it's been like, I, like I can say like my wife and I have actually talked about some very, very hard things for the first time because we have to like we're stuck with each other and so it's like i can't just leave the house anymore and pretend that we don't need to chat about this or that and um it's forcing us to make some memories and it's just tuning us in to the beauty of the moment which is really profound even as i hate all of this <laughs> yeah and that and it reminds me too i can't remember who it was, um, who, who I was reading a book has been a long, it's been a long time. Um, and, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here and I'm not going to say names cause I don't want to get care fronted on. It's the wrong name and the wrong person. And <laughs> care fronting <laughs> might take me to 11 with somebody <laughs> Facebooking us and chiding me. But, uh, but basically a story of a guy, I want to, I want to say that he was having dinner at this house of a, actually a Buddhist monk. I think it was a Buddhist monk. And um, they're having dinner. They're getting done with dinner. Time for dessert, right? And so the monk's like, oh, we've got some of this. Uh, we've got some dessert. So this guy's like, oh, well, let me do the dishes and we can have dessert. And the monk's like, no, no, you're not going to do that. And this person was kind of taken aback. He's writing about how I thought I was going to serve this monk. I, he's, you know, I was going to do something out of kindness and, and servitude. And, and uh, the uh, dinner guest says, hey, well, why can't, why can't I do the dishes? And the monk's like, well, because you want to do the dishes to get to dessert. And and then he pauses and he says, and I do the dishes to do the dishes. And so this whole chapter is this reflection of this mm-hmm. monk just and this and this person uh, reflecting on this monk who just basically taught him with dishes about staying so present in the moment and being kind of in the beauty of everything you're doing and how he spends most of his time in one thing looking to another and not really being fully present. And I think that's, that's something I've struggled with. You've, you've struggled with it. You've, you've talked about, and I think that's the one thing I'm learning is that being present fully in the moment and just kind of realizing that, it's now that shapes you. This is the only moment that exists, really. The past is, mm. is gone and the future is a fantasy. There is nothing that really exists except this now. And, and what is it? The, the beyond isn't beyond. The, uh, isn't over there. It's in, in the depths of here. I can't remember who said that, if it was St. Francis of Assisi or something. But the beyond isn't in the beyond. It's in the depths of here is what, what he said. Yeah. And so being forced to go into the depths of here and now is maybe what the greatest artists and creatives, that's what they did. They just went deeper and deeper into now and here and sucked the marrow out of every piece of it and wrote about it. And those are the things that influence and, 
and inspire me. And I realize that, man, we're all in that place. <laughs> and there's yeah, no, we're not yeah. out in the desert and have had to like go and travel far beyond into a cave, you know, for 10, like we are, <laughs> we've been forced by circumstance to be here and now and to plumb the depths. And, we, and so I think it's a beautiful and very difficult thing. Yeah. I think, I think you're right, man. And that actually, that just feels like a good place to stop that, that, we all hate it and yet we're all learning and we're trying to mine for what's meaningful in, uh, in something we're all, we're, we're all in together. So, um, to any of you listening, just want to say, first of all, thank you for your support and, and just being, uh, responsive to the resistance overall, but certainly we just wish you well in the midst of the coronavirus. Stay tuned. And, uh, Jay, you want to say anything? Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. You've been listening to The Resistance. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And for more information and further episodes, you can find us at listentotheresistance.com. Engineering, production, and additional music by Jay Kirkpatrick. My name is Matt Connor, and I'm your host. Thanks for listening.